Seat yourselves, men and women of planet Earth. Come as you are, from work, from taverns, from study, science hall, and all that exists. Come all who are weary of their status quo, bored, hungry, unsatisfied. Join us today at Conscious Speaks. Hello, everybody. It's Kelly J, host of Conscious Speaks. And today we have an amazing audio healing experience to create with you today. It's spirit-led all the way from Austin, Texas. Dr. Brenda Walding, who is sharing her life, heart, healing journey, and new book, Sick of Being Sick, The Woman's Holistic Guide to Conquering Chronic Illness. Brenda's conscious intention for the show uh, when we spoke was really beautiful. Um, She said she wanted people to read the book and be able to learn the principles of the nine essentials of the wholehearted healing approach so they can learn how to avoid chronic illness. And then later in our conversation, straight from her heart, she said, really, if I could connect to one person out there and truly help them heal, that would be that, that would be my intention. So I wanted to add that. And that's uh, Brenda's intention for the show. So I'm um, going to take a deep breath in, a slow exhale out. And let's all give a warm, conscious welcome to Dr. Brenda Walding. Hi, Brenda. Hi, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Oh, I'm, it's such a pleasure. It's such a pleasure. How are you doing today? I'm awesome. I just bought a beautiful little orchid and I put it on my desk and I'm looking at it right now. Okay. That makes me very happy. I have, (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad I asked you. Actually, you're the first person that I said, how are you doing today? And uh, that's why we get to talk about flowers for a moment. I have orchids on. Um, I bought them for my housewarming present when I moved into my new house and uh, they sit there while I do my show and do my work. So they're so healing. Oh, that's so amazing. So we both have our orchids yeah, by yeah. us while we're yeah. doing the show. I yeah. love it. And, uh, you know, I wanted to tell all the listeners out there, Brenda is a holistic wellness and transformation coach, doctor of physical therapy. She's a heart math coach, which I really just love heart math. She's an author and a yogi. Um, there's a quote that Dr. Brenda Waldine has in her book, and I loved it. And she said, healing is about reclaiming our true identity as divine beings and knowing that we are already whole and complete. I just love that quote. You want to elaborate on that, Any? Yeah, well, you know, that was something I came to realize. I I heard it. I've heard it in my mind. And I, you know, I was like, oh, that's an amazing, uh, amazing feeling to, to know or to think that we're whole and complete. And you know, as I'm sure we'll dive into seeking healing outside of myself, like, oh, I've got to find the magic pill or the right doctor or the right treatment or the special supplement from Africa, <laughs> you know, the right thing that will be the missing piece to my healing, you know, and, and so this concept that I, as I began to dive into my heart and, and really heal on deeper levels, I started to realize that like, healing isn't so much about gaining something outside of ourself. It's really about letting go of all that isn't the deep down divine you or me, that there is this element of, of us already being whole. And to that wholeness was the, is the journey and the destination and, and really, really beginning to embody that, which more than just thinking and, and understanding, like thinking and, and seeing it in a book, but really beginning to embody that. And as I went on that journey, that was a, really the powerful, powerful piece in my healing journey of really 
reclaiming wholeness. So, and still is still yeah. part of the journey, <laughs> right? Practice, <laughs> practice makes perfect, right? What I heard in there was the journey um, and intent. The the uh, journey is uh, uh, the intention. It's the it's the um, the journey is the destination, right? They're both the same thing. It's um, they're they're happening at the same time, right? Yeah, and I, you know, there's an incredible teacher of mine. I, I got to hear him speak and do a meditation retreat. His name is Doctor. Uh, his name is Reverend. Uh, Reverend Brummett, and he wrote a book called A Quest for Wholeness. And that's what he had written in that book was in, in sharing. It's like it's wholeness, which really healing means return to whole. Um, that's what the word actually means. And so he was speaking about how wholeness, we already are whole and complete, but it's also the journey, the journey and the destination. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. You know, <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Like, I, I really like feel that. And it's like, you know, it's a process of, of really reclaiming, reclaiming and embodying that wholeness. So. so true. So true. You know, I, I, I love your book. Um, it, it really drew me in. Yeah. Thank you for writing it for everyone out there. You know, your transformation, your transformation journey as penned in your book and from your heart, your story, it's a movie. It literally should be a movie. Uh, oh. <laughs> you know, you're a decorated athlete and academic um, through high school and throughout your, you know, younger school um, days. And then you're graduated from Texas Christian University. Um, you went to graduate school afterwards to earn a clinical doctorate degree in physical therapy. You met your life partner and best friend, Chad, in college, and, and you guys got married. You have this amazing, and he's a physical therapist too. So it's just like, it, you know, and reading the first part of your book is, um, is what the world sells as a modern fairy tale life for a young woman. But yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, and that's kind of where it all went. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm just wondering, you know, you know, the question that came to me is, why do you think chronic illness happened? Well, I can speak from my experience and what I've learned on, on, my, on my journey. It's a, it's a mul it's multifactorial um, in nature. But yes, there's physical ailments. Uh, elements of toxicity in the environment and you know we're living in a time now where you know you know after the industrial revolution lots of chemicals and our and in the environment and our foods and our water system so there we have that to deal with and you know for me I was you know on birth control pills and taking pills for migraines and taking you know lots of pharmaceuticals so there that there's that element of of you know chemical exposure and then you know chronic stress and for me you know, you know as we spoke about like this perfectionism i have to be perfect i have to strive i have to push and there was this low low to moderate level of anxiety all the time for me of, of really striving to be perfect and to succeed and i from what i know now i know that that is a big big piece uh, of chronic illness and you know there are also you know pathogens um you know for me i was dealing with lots of uh, poor immune system it's a combination of poor you know food choices stress lots of different things and dealing with an overwhelm it's an overwhelm of toxicity in body mind heart and soul essentially um you know yeah I, really I do i do i hear that and you know what's coming to me is i think it's unless you're really in 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 deep with this work and or you're working to heal when we tell people there's toxicity in their environment, I think a lot of people don't really 
connect to that, right? It just yeah. kind of washes over them. Yeah, it's really, and I was the same too, you know, I, I didn't realize that until I got really sick and I started down that path of, of you know, really ex being in conventional medicine, taking all the drugs, doing all those things, and then getting worse and worse, and then having this profound shift, right. and we can talk about that if you yeah. want to, but really um, starting to realize, okay, what am I, what am I putting on my skin? What am I putting in my body? And, and going down that rabbit hole of starting to research and how, you know, our foods and our personal care products and, you know, um, EMF and all these different, you know, things that create stress and disharmony in the body and how that impacts. It's sort of this, you know, several different pieces to the puzzle here of, of wellness. Right. And so I started to realize that too. And I was just like blown away. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is in my, you know, hair, <laughs> hairspray, my deodorant, my, um, my food and even my water. And, you know, I started to, to really clean up my environment and, and my food and that really helped a lot, but there's so much more to the story. Right, um, right. So that's that's the journey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk all about that too. Two things stuck out to me. I hope I don't forget the second question or the second thing that you brought to mind. But for all the listeners out there, um, and I guess even me, I might know it, but I might not know the acronym. acronym. What's EMT that, when you were discussing that? Or oh, EMF. EMF, yeah. Yeah, electromagnetic frequency. So, you know, we're I'm talking about, uh, you know, the electromagnetic pollution coming from Wi-Fi oh. and lots of um, our technological devices, which has really real effects on our, um, our physiology. And, you know, we're, it's just getting more and more um, complex and we're, we're, we don't have the long-term research of how this affects our body. And so to some it's controversial, but there was a lot of, re you know, in my book, you know, I speak to this um, uh, and some ways that you can, uh, safeguard yourself or at least decrease your exposure. Uh, I was even talking to a dear friend today who's dealing with chronic health issues and, you know, she moved into a new apartment. She's so sensitive, uh, moved into a new apartment and literally from the 5G Wi-Fi was experiencing rage and suicidal thoughts. She's no, that is not who she is. And she finally realized it was the, um, it was the Wi-Fi that was installed right there in her apartment she had to move and so it's a very real real thing for a lot of people being really sensitive to um to that so right right and you know life is you know something i i wanted to talk about a little bit later and we can come back to it but or maybe we'll jump in now when we talk about um you know sensitivity there's different levels there's sensitivity with emotions but then there is sensitivity externally to the world as you're talking about with different what we eat, what we use to clean, even what we sleep, our beds, what they're made out of. Um, yeah. Even, to, I mean, people, I've heard, you know, look at what's in your paint, in your house, right? There used to be lead paint. So um, it, we're always a work in process down here. Um, but you're right, the, the, the electronic, the EMF energy is just a whole different level because it's invisible, right? Yeah, and it can go through walls and we don't see it, but, you know, it affects our body and, you know, you mentioned our different levels of sensitivity. What's interesting, though, is I, I think that a lot of people, you know, maybe feeling, you know, have struggling with some health symptoms, headaches, you know, maybe body aches. It's like, oh, I'm just getting older. That's normal or it's not that bad. 
And, you know, there's this level, we don't really know how sensitive we are. And that can be true with foods. It can be true with other chemicals. But for example, you know, when you walk into a room and you, someone has this really strong perfume, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, I really, like, that's really strong. Oh my mm. goodness. I feel, I smell that. Ooh. And then you stay in the room for a while and then you're just used to it. Right. And it's not offensive anymore and it doesn't bother you anymore because you, you, you know, your system, you know, regulates and you don't really notice it. And I think that's what's kind of happened a lot with some of these chemicals or food sensitivities or things that we are actually, this is actually impacting our body and we don't really realize it. But, you know, once you maybe remove that, for example, you know, foods like gluten and dairy for me, like once I eliminated that for a significant amount of time, and then brought it back in. I'm like, oh, wow, that really hurts my stomach. And now I can really tell the difference. So I think a lot of people are walking around, you know, being impacted by, um, you know, you know, foods that maybe aren't ideal for their bodies or um, toxic chemicals in their environment or things, but it's just a cumulative effect and they don't really know how it's affecting them until they, you know, you gain awareness about it and you start looking into those things. Right. It's so true. You don't know until you take a chance, right, to ask the question or to to eliminate something from your um, routine um, to, to check it out. And that's just something most people don't think about is, um, and you talk about in the book a lot, but you know, they don't, you don't think about it because you're used to, like you just said, living in this circumstance, even uh, I think you were talking about the difference between like when um, acid reflex and, um, and when people um, start taking med- their Tums or medications, they don't realize that they're just numbing a deeper problem or there's something emotionally going on. It, it could be external, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like a lot of times there is, especially when it comes to chronic illness, chronic problems, chronic symptoms, um, that there is more than just physical component to, to them. There's, you know, a mental, emotional, sometimes spiritual component as well. And so, um, you know, a lot of, our Many doctors will mostly focus on that physical aspect. And, and granted, there are some really amazing healers and practitioners and doctors that are beginning to look at more of the psychological and, and, and spiritual and social and emotional pieces as well. So that's amazing. Right. That's the good stuff that's happening. There's always good stuff happening, even though always. there's yeah. bad stuff happening, too. You know, you uh, it makes me think, you know, with, you know, the the, you know, the upbringing, the great life, you know, the, the great, you know, scholar, student, award-winning athlete, you know, all, you're doing everything right. And, you know, and, and then all of a sudden we'll talk about this a little bit more in the second part, but you know, that shift happens in, with your life. And, and you would later on in the book, I picked up on something you wrote about. You said, you talk about, you know, that we learn to find out the obstacle is the way. And I wanted to know if you can explain that to our listeners a little. Yeah, oftentimes, you know, I think that I don't think it has to be the case, but oftentimes, you know, struggle or obstacles, challenges in our life um, become these extraordinary teachers and opportunities for us to really come home to ourselves, to really love ourselves and live the life that I believe we were meant and deserve to live. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of people might look at the obstacle or the dis-ease or the challenge as this is bad, this is horrible, you know, why is this happening to me and sort of stay stuck in that um, for however long they choose to. Right. Uh, but 
and of course that was natural and normal for me as, as I was dealing with debilitating chronic illness and, and even cancer, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Yes, at some point. yes, definitely. And, you know, that was really like, okay, how am I going to choose to look at this and, and perceive this? Can this be a divine opportunity for me to create an even more extraordinary life? And it doesn't happen overnight. Of course, I had all the feelings of, you know, why is this happening? Oh my gosh, this is, you know, scary and this is hard. But, um, you know, oftentimes I got that deeper, deeper knowing, um, you know, that, that this is like, I'm supposed to learn something here. And <laughs> even though I was the decorated athlete and on paper, you know, academic and had this incredible life. Like if I was really honest with myself mm -hmm. as, you know, reflecting back, I was right. like, I wasn't happy. Yeah. I wasn't at peace. I didn't really love myself or my life. Um, but I had a great, I was very successful. And so mm -hmm. that was really the gift of, of cancer was, was for me to really dive in and, and really become, you know, become the, the woman that I was always meant to be in terms of really living life from my heart instead of my head and, and learning to love my life and myself truly. Right. Uh, so that's in, in that. So that's the, you know, that's what I'm saying when the obstacle can be mm -hmm. the way and it's how we choose to perceive it. Right. It comes to be that, you know, maybe the fairy tale is the first obstacle and we all, I think, are living. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, yeah, it, 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 the fairy tale. Everyone, you know, breaking that illusion is really what happened, right? And so, um, when you when the fairy tale kind of blows up, you know, you're left to go, "What's real?" Right? Yeah, exactly. I, for me, it was like a stripping of my identity because I was really like, "Oh, I'm the smart, you know, uh, athletic, uh, you know." beautiful woman with, you know, this great, you know, successful, um, life. And then when all that's taken away, like, Oh, I'm, who am I? Right. You know, who, who am I really? And, and so I guess, and that was, although absolutely oh, such a challenge, cause I was dealing with a lot of physical, um, pain and symptoms and we're, you know, dealing with all of that. It's like, ah. Oh, you know, my identity is gone. So who am I? <laughs> right. It's so important when you get to the who am I part, you're like, oh, my gosh, I don't even know who I am. Like, yeah. am, I, am I real? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. it's all about perception and, and, and perception creates how we think and feel. Right. And so and that really comes to, you know, how we take care of ourselves. And so I thought maybe it'd be good for you explain to the audience what the difference between holistic wellness and conventional medicine is and that you've found um, why you're you know moving more to holistic wellness in your journey as a conventional doctor well so, so yeah just to just to um, be clear I'm a, a doctor of physical therapy and yes I'm working in uh, I was working in a conventional medical model and so um, I came to in my own, you know, healing journey of, of being in conventional medicine as a practitioner, uh, a physical therapy, but then also, um, as I, when I got sick after, um, you know, after I got married and, and moved to Austin and got really sick and I was, you know, just doing what everyone does, goes to their doctor and getting the medications and doing what they tell you to do. I just wasn't getting better. Uh, I was getting worse and worse and more and more sick. 
and um, to the point where I was on disability and couldn't hardly get out of bed. And so it was really this, um, you know, and I'll, I'll share this. I don't know if we're going, going to get into this later, but I was basically pleading with God going, you know, I'm done. Like I'm miserable. I had rashes covering my entire body for two and a half years. Uh, couldn't sleep without putting ice packs all over my body. Uh, it was right after I got married. So that was our honeymoon phase. My health just blew up. Um, I could hardly get up the stairs, couldn't work. Um, and I developed this infection in my mouth and throat. So I had these pus filled lesions. Uh, I couldn't swallow very well. I mean, they thought I was going to die. They kept pumping me full of antibiotics and steroids and I was just getting worse and worse. And, and so by the grace of God, I just said, you know, I'm ready to go. So I don't want to live like this anymore. So if you want something, if you want me to be a light, like help me, like, I don't know what to do. And I found an article uh, and it was not just like me researching. Oh, I, oh, oh, I love this part. Uh, I love this part oh, in the story. Okay. 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 Let me give you a layup. <laughs> I was like, first of all, when you were like talking about giving up, I think even, uh, I, I know I've, I've been there before, even when I was just fighting, when I used to party too much and, 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 and abuse my body with, you know, chemicals and, and alcohol. And, but I thought I was having fun and I've had that conversation too. So it's different because I was choosing it, but I, I was I was like, I've been there and I know there's people in the audience with different that are listening that have had those conversations with, you know, God, we're like, you know, I can't do this anymore. And um, I know that you were recovering. And this is part of their I, I just I had to write this down. I go, this is the moment. This is the moment I would love for you to share about in sickness and in health with Chad and wild Mediterranean or, or oregano oil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's where we're going with that. So yeah. you know, that was my moment. I think my very first moment where I actually surrendered and that will something that I've has been a, a, a part of my journey of like, how do I actually let go and surrender to God to source to guide my life? And that was a moment of like, I don't know what else to do. I'm seeing one of the, you know, the most prestigious specialists, immune specialists in the country. And here, you know, I might not make it and I don't want to make it if this is my life, like this is it. And, you know, I hadn't been out of the house in, oh, I don't know. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to Chad asked my husband, can you take me to, to somewhere? So we went to Whole Foods yeah. and, um, and I'm checking out at the, at the store and like this, this mag, this it's called the wellbeing journal. It's an amazing journal. Um, and I look out the side and there's a, a, on the cover, it says natural solutions to drug resistant infections. Right. And granted, I don't know, didn't know anything about natural or holistic healing at the time. I was just practicing physical therapy. And I thought I must have a drug resistant infection because <laughs> none of these drugs are working. So I grabbed the journal and then on the way home, I start reading it and the, the article and it was talking about um, this doctor, Dr. Cass Ingram. Um, who was using wild Mediterranean oregano oil to um, effectively deal with malaria and very serious infections. And I thought, well, what the heck? <laughs> this sounds a little out there for me, but it's, you know, a $20 bottle of oregano oil. I'm going to get it online. And sure enough, I mean, I read his book also, got it from the library and um, started taking it. And within three days, the infection, all those pus-filled lesions in my mouth and throat went away. And did not come back. And then, you know, I started getting relief from the skin rashes for the first time in years. And so I thought, oh my gosh, right. what 
do I, what else do I not know about natural healing? I mean, it was like, my mind was blown. My life was changed and it was this portal into, you know, then that, that, you know, highly disciplined, you know, ferocious athlete and academic. I'm like, I will learn all of the things. Like I have to heal myself. Like I'm going to learn about, you know, all these, you know, learn about these medicinal plants and, you know, I started looking into diet and how, cause I didn't really think about it before. I didn't know how, I didn't really, even as an athlete, even I just ate whatever I wanted. I was always thin and athletic. So I ate um, tons of processed food and sugar and diets. Yeah. Yeah. You said Coke and like diet cream cheese and you'd think you could eat anything you wanted. (laughs) Oh yeah. I thought it was, I mean, I never had the awareness. And so I started going down that rabbit hole of, um, you know, working with, uh, natural and holistic and alternative medical doctors and, and healers and started to get more information about my health where the other doctors couldn't really figure out there was no diagnosis given so I'm like oh I think you're you know I think you're on the way to having MS I think there's mm-hmm. uh, autoimmune something and fibromyalgia I mean there was just all these things thrown out but they couldn't really pinpoint and then when I started working with holistic natural practitioners are like okay so you know you've got a leaky gut you've got you know heavy metal toxicity you've got parasites you've got you know all of these food sensitivities and chemical I mean it was just like the gamut of things and so I started to go down that path and really learn about how nutrition and lifestyle factors were affecting uh, my body and so that was my path and of opening and so you circling back around to your answer about holistic wellness I began to open up that um, that world from that incident, and then it, it gradually over the years began to become more um, more. Uh, it, it, it began to expand, you know. So that was more natural and more holistic. And then I I started to realize I was a physical therapist, an athlete, very in tune with my physical body, and so I really focused on healing from that perspective. My nutrition, my lifestyle. I got rid of toxicity in my home and my environment. Um, I realized I needed to slow down a little bit and how I was exercising and not, not push myself so hard and, and, right. you know, but I was still really focused on the physical and then, you know, then over time, um, with the diagnosis of cancer, which happened eight years later, I realized, oh my goodness, I've been trying to heal myself. I've been being quote unquote perfect. It was a full-time job. Everyone, I'm sure there's people out there that can relate when you're just in it and you're struggling. And, you know, I got certifications in nutrition and Dow Flow Yoga and all these different studies of how to heal myself. Um, And I did. The skin rashes over the years went away. I got back to work. I my body got stronger, but I was still dealing with pain and I was still dealing with energy, some energy issues. And so gradually I was improving as I, you know, incorporated nutrition and lifestyle changes, which are foundational. And then with the diagnosis of breast cancer, I mean, it just dropped me to the floor going, wait a minute, I did all the right things. Right. I haven't had sugar in eight years. And you're telling me I have cancer. And I was like, you know, you know, after the, the you know, the rage and the like, why me? And, and right. that kind of settled in. It was like, I can't keep doing the same thing and expect a different result. What am I missing? That's the key, right? That's the key right there. 
can't keep doing the same thing, expecting a different result. And because you were already, you know, you know, paying attention to your body, you were already a physical therapist, you worked, you know, you paid attention to how the body works in the systems and a healthy person, as you thought, you know, you just, you know, you don't, you don't think you see it coming. And so it's, it's one of those things where, you know, I, I, you know, you're reading your story and, you know, you, you, you marrying your college sweetheart, you come back from your, literally the day after your honeymoon and you're thrown into chronic illness from stage one, um, from day one coming home. And then when you finally get well after, you know, having that sickness and health moment, Chad's been the stellar rock for you throughout your your, enhi- your entire um, journey. Every time you, every time um, I would, re- I was reading the book, and you, I, I, there would be this like, I can't believe he did that. You know, he made these choices. He just would move and get to a different state to, for my medical treatments and come with me with no hesitation. And it, and I just thought, well, why wouldn't he? You know, because you're so. But you know, again, that's a part of the like, inner healing that work we need to do, right? We still haven't found our true beauty in ourself, even in the middle of a world where everything looks right, and then it goes wrong. But and we have someone there. It again, it comes back to what you're saying. It's the wholehearted healing, right? You got to, you um, you said you had you had a conversation with God, and He said that you would have to start to listen to your heart. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. So that was, uh, if you can imagine, you know, working, like trying to heal yourself for eight years. And that was really like, you know, I'm going to learn all the things and I'm going to fix myself and I'm going to heal myself. And, you know, I'm going to learn all of the stuff. And then just when I feel like, okay, I'm almost there. And it's, and I was doing this with this great intention of like, I really deep down, my desire was to, you know, start a family because it's, you know, and and so we were getting ready to go to Italy, which was a dream of mine, um, healthy enough to travel now without, used to be a huge issue, couldn't travel, I would get so sick. And so I'm going, going to Italy with the intention to start a family. Like this is it, the dream. And then two weeks before I'd been working out and feeling soreness in my chest, my pec muscles. And so I was poking around one evening and I felt the tumor in my, in my breast. And I just, oh, I had a, a panic attack. I mean, I just was like, no, 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 this is not happening. And I knew in my core that it was not, I knew it was cancer, just knew. And um, so we end up, keeping things pretty quiet um, because I didn't know what I was going to do. And I thought, okay, we went to Italy and we, you know, it was such a bittersweet trip because, you know, we didn't start a family because we knew we were going to have to deal with this when we got back. And I just, um, so we got back and I'm, you know, in the darkness, 3 a.m. crying, going, God, what do you want me to do? Like, what am I going to do? Because for me, I knew um, that conventional chemotherapy and radiation was not the path for me. Right. And it's not saying that it's wrong. I just knew for me, that's just what, there wasn't a resonance there. And so I didn't know, but I didn't know what else. I didn't know what else to do. I mean, so that was that moment in the dark of just crying and going, what do you want me to do? And I heard what I call the divine whisper say, if you're going to survive, you need to learn to listen to your heart. Exactly. That's exactly it. Oh, (laughs) I I had a peace come over me, but then, you know, then my like ego mind kicked in and was like, wait a second, how do I do that? I have no idea how to do that. 
Well, you know, <laughs> how are we going to do it? She's going to tell you when we come back, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. And I just want to say, stay with us. Dr. Brenda is sharing her story on holistic healing and transformation through um, internal medicine and cancer and, and becoming what I call a medicine woman. What if disease is actually a divine opportunity to transform your life, to live better and love deeper than you ever thought possible? A sacred springboard launching you into an experience of greater joy, peace, connection, freedom, and fulfillment that your soul had always craved but you have yet to experience. In Dr. Brenda Walding's book, The Woman's Holistic Guide to Conquering Chronic Illness, Sick of Being Sick, you will learn powerful tools, tips, and daily practices for radiant health, understand blind spots that may be massively sabotaging your healing efforts, and discover how chronic illness can be a stepping stone to a fulfilling life versus a stumbling block. For women who are ready to begin their journey to wellness, Sick of Being Sick is a portal of transformation and opportunity to bring them back to their heart, to love themselves again, and to experience wholeness. Learn more at sickofbeingsickbook.com. Find our app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store and take us with you wherever you go. Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Welcome back, everyone, to Alternative Talk, 1150 AM KKNW. This is Conscious Speaks, and we are live every Thursday with Kelly J. That's me. And if you're just joining the conversation, we are talking with wisdom teacher and holistic wellness and transformational coach, Dr. Brenda Walding. Welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> you know, your book, Sick of Being Sick, it's a story. Um, the title encapsulates what you went through, but the second part of it really is the holistic uh, guide to conquering chronic illness is really where we dive in. And then we find your, your second shift to that fairy tale opening up with your spiritual transformation, finding out you had cancer and, you know, and canceling your trip and then diving back into getting wellness and whole all over again. Can you tell us a little bit about um, the journey that started when you went into um, meeting your doctor from Mexico? So, yeah, we were talking about before the break of, you know, that divine whisper yeah. where, you know, said, you know, if you're going to survive, you need to learn to listen to your heart. And so from there, I knew, I, although I didn't know what that meant completely, I knew I needed to get out of my head and out of fear and into my heart. And I made a commitment. Okay, I'm going to now live, learn to live from my heart and navigate this cancer journey from my heart. And so that's where I kind of just didn't tell a whole lot of people what was going on because I knew I needed to stay um, to go within and, and really learn to be able to listen. And, and, and people, I'm telling you, I read books about how to <laughs> listen to your heart. I mean, I was really like in my head about it, but I was really trying to like, okay, God. And, and that's where I started to get, you know, books and teachers and people, you know, crossing my path, like Heart Math Institute, that is amazing institute that has studied the intelligence and the power of the heart. And yes. it was so beautiful because it's where the science meets the spirituality. And that's what really helped me begin to understand, which met me where I was at. And so that being one of my teachers, and then, you know, this dentist that you speak of, yes, yes. Um, you know, he crossed my path and, and became a really potent, powerful um, 
teacher and healer in my in my journey and so uh he i have a dear friend here that's a a, a functional medicine holistic uh, uh healer and he met this man this medicine man um and, he, and dennis wouldn't necessarily call himself a, a medicine man but he is to me uh incredible healer and wise teacher and he met this man in Peru and he said, you know, Brenda, you have to meet this guy. You know, he, he had a cancer healing center in the Amazon jungle. And uh, I really think, you know, he, I've been working with Ron, um, my other healer here. And so what I was getting the message was that there were deeper emotional and spiritual pieces to this healing. Yeah. Like I had been dialing in the physical for eight years. I had been going down that path, but you know, there was so much more and that's what I realized like, ah, but I didn't know how to really access that. And that's why he connected me with Dennis. And I thought, okay, well, I, I would love to talk to this man. And so I love sharing the story because <laughs> it was a really big shift in my yes. um, awareness. And so I, you know, he graciously agreed to get on the phone with me and, um, you know, I get on the phone with him and I say, you know, I hear that you do all these incredible, you know, healing things with medicinal plants from the Amazon jungle and, and you had a cancer center in the jungle and can you heal me? Can you help me? <laughs> right. You know, and he, of course, when you're, when you have cancer or, and, or any sort of, you know, catastrophic, you know, illness, you you become most people, I would speak for myself, <laughs> me, a lot of people become very open to things that you may not have been open to before. <laughs> right. You're like, Oh, I'm open. Like, I want to hear, you know, what, what are the, what are my options? And, and so when I got on the phone, and he, you know, he's very quiet, he's one of those men, one of those people that every word is powerful. And so he does, there's no extraneous, no extraneous speech. And so he's really quiet. And he said, I'll tell you two stories. And oh, thought, good. This is exactly oh. what I was going to ask you. Yes, yes. Please share the I two know, stories. So I was like, okay. <laughs> um, I'm listening, you know, and he's an amazing storyteller. Right. And so he said, he said, well, I had, there were two women that came that come to mind. He said, the first woman came down to the jungle, to the healing center, and she was dealing with breast cancer. She had several tumors in her breasts. And, you know, she started to do, you know, the program and the healing work and really doing, diving in deep to the emotional and the spiritual healing and, um, you know, really begin to get connected with herself and connected with nature. And, you know, she really, you know, was embracing the process and, you know, she, she finished her time there. She went back to the United States. She went to her doctors and the, the tumors were gone and she was healed. Right. And I thought, oh my goodness, you have my attention. Yes. Like I was like, wow, that's amazing. You know? Mm -hmm. And then, and they said, and then there was another woman and she came down to the healing center and she came alone and she had stage four cancer of some kind. And she was very, you know, she was physically, um, you know, struggling a bit weak. Um, and she was very bitter, very isolated, um, you know, very standoffish and, she started, you know, begrudgingly, you know, starting the program. She was estranged from her husband, estranged from her family. And she started to do the healing work there. And slowly by slowly, she started to open up and experience more peace and more openness and started to, you know, 
trying to get happier. She reconnected with her husband. Her husband came down and they rekindled their romance. And then she began to make amends with her family and reconnected with her family. And she began to get lighter and lighter and more and more at peace. And she ended up passing away in the arms of her husband and her family. And she was healed. Mm. And I just, I mean, took, I was just like, whoa. Right. That's wow. It was, you know, I got spirituals all the way through me again. I did when I read this story because there's two ways to look at everything in life, right? Love and fear. And then we have to be with what's happening in the moment. And and like you said, where the obstacle becomes the journey, right? Yeah. And like, for me, I thought it it just, it it totally shifted my con, my consciousness and my awareness. And I was like, what does it mean to heal? Right. Because we're chasing so many of us, including myself, we're like, I want to get rid of the symptoms. I want to get rid of the cancer. And, you know, and I started going down this thought process of like, wait a second, but like, we're all going to die at some point. Like there's nobody that like lives forever. So we're all going to pass away from this, you know, life. You know from this life. beyond this physical body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like, so it's not that we're looking for this thing that's going to keep us alive forever. And then it's right. like, well, and then I had this judgment, like, well, if I die at 30 something, I will be a failure. And I thought, whoa, where does that come from? Right. That's interesting. Like, like, well, what if I die at 70 or 80 or 90, but live a life where I'm completely miserable, like that woman who's bitter and estranged from all the people, right. you know, would that be a success if I die at 90, but I'm miserable and I, I never really lived my truest, fullest life? Exactly. And I, I mean, I just kept like, wow. So like, <laughs> and then I really got like, it wasn't that I was afraid to die necessarily fully it was I was afraid to die haven't ever fully lived right like truly fully lived my truth and you know we talked about you know oh you know I had the fairy tale quote unquote successful woman and it's like that was somebody's else's fairy tale that was I was trying to live and make people (laughs) you know proud of me and be quote unquote successful but like what did I really love and who who, what am I here for and And that was, you know, the, um, the inquiry that, you know, I, I got to go on that journey because yeah. that's what cancer, the invitation <laughs> was to ask these questions, yeah. you know? I like how you said that was cancer's invitation. It was, it's really, um, you know, walking through the book, everybody out there listening, um, Brenda has a special offer and gift to, to, um, to share with you in a little bit on the show, but anyone out there listening, this book is amazing the vulnerability, the bravery. When I read it, I just kept thinking this woman is a force of nature. She was, she was after everything. And, um, and even, you know, in, in the darkest hour, just really fighting for life. Um, even though, you know, like you said, you're, you're each time you'd find there's, there's something that would bring you down to thinking, maybe I don't want to be here, but then you would and think, well, maybe I'll never have kids. And then, you know, you get to the point where you think that you, you know, and you find out you probably can, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely on that on that path as we speak. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just tr- I'm just trusting, you know. I I have um, I, that was one of those things I was really quote unquote fighting and striving for. And since since then, I, I really put, hung up those those words for myself and the, those those ways of being in the world from fighting to enforcing and striving to flowing and um, and trusting and allowing. Um, 
And now, you know, I, I just trust that, you know, if I'm meant to have a child that, 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 that will happen. And, and I, I had an incredible, another incredible healer on my path who, yeah, that's what's know, coming to mind right now. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I was just thinking great. you really, I, you blew me away with all the work you did in this book. I was just like, and then she went here. <laughs> she would be great. It's a crazy story. Yeah. Guys. Share it, share it, share it about um, that. Well, even just the whole, like yeah. where my heart took me on this cancer journey all over the yeah. United States, the different healers, the different experiences um but you know i was with this um spiritual like healer and i was crying my eyes out because you know i was really afraid um number one afraid i'd never have kids and number two afraid i was gonna die and then i realized well i'm afraid because i haven't really fully lived my whole life and i don't know who i am and so i was having all these these things happening and, <laughs> just um, a couple she, little things just a few like you <laughs> just know, little minor form. things <laughs> i know this woman bless her her name's fran she's an amazing healer and um she's a dear friend now and you know we, we she was like okay let's go with this like fear of never being able to have a baby right and, and so I was like, okay. And I'm bawling my eyes out. And she's like asking me the question. She's like, what is the feeling you want to have when you have this baby? If you were to have this baby, what are the feelings that you will, that you think that you're going to have? And I was like, huh, that's an interesting question. And so I was like, okay, well, I mean, I, I really love to nurture. I'm such a nurturer and a connector and uh, you know, so I want to be able to, to nourish and nurture another human and to experience that unconditional love and that, that incredible connection that, that women talk about with their baby. And um, so it's connection and nurture and, you know, unconditional love. And then she just looked at me and she goes, cultivate that now. Oh, yeah. And I was like, again, <gasps> another like shocking, like, wow. Why didn't I like, yeah, like, cause yeah. it's really yeah. not necessarily the thing. It's really the circumstance or the thing that we actually want. It's the feelings that exactly. we have when we get or experience the thing. And so, yeah. I mean, I took that, like this gold nugget and I went back in my life and I started, um, this is a whole nother story, but, yeah. um, I got really inspired by, um, this women's healing circle that a friend of me, friend of mine had. And so I was like, oh my gosh, this is this authentic connection and sisterhood and love and nurturing. I, uh, why do we not do this as women? And so I yes. really took that on and started to cultivate that in my life and create these women's circles. And like, that was just this breath of not only breath of fresh air, but a powerful healing force in my life as I was going through cancer and really became um, part of my passion and my work in the world. Right. And, I, I, and so that sort of, yearning and like attach attachment or like expectation that I was like holding on to for this baby like yeah. with a death grip yeah I was able to like <laughs> let that go and I'm like oh my gosh I'm not even thinking about that I have right. so much richness and like nourishment and like connection in my life right that that fell away and yes of course my heart's desire is to have a baby right but right. I'm like, I, my life is so rich with so much, you know, so much of this nurturing connection that, you know, I just trust that whatever's meant to be will be, but that's what she meant. And I took that and right. I implemented it. And like, if anyone's listening, I mean, that's such a powerful thing it, of like, what it is. is it that you want? It is. 
Yeah. We can cultivate those feelings now. in different ways. Yeah. yeah. What, what it is, is you switch the vehicle. We get so pinpointed on, we're thinking, this represents what uh, that feeling's going to be. And nobody knows that the feeling's just picking the closest thing to it that you know, but there might be something else. You didn't ask a different question, right? Yeah. And that's the thing is now what we know with, you know, quantum physics yes. and like manifestation is like yeah. when you are in the, that energy of, you know, connection of joy of, you know, those which are generally like joy and, and love and bliss and those things that yes. we are actually Real desiring. Yes. Yeah. When we're <laughs> actually feeling those things, it invites more, you know, more of that to us. And so it's like, you know, you want to be, you want to be whole and healed, like feel whole now. Now. Yeah. And, and we that can't, invites yeah, the healing. Yeah. And that invites the healing. We can't get there unless we already believe we are it or we've cultivated a way to to, to harness it now in the, in the vehicle we have. And then that vehicle can grow into other things. We have to give it a doorway. You know, it reminds me of a quote that you have in your book. It says, the truth is this, the power that created the cosmos turns embryos into babies, keeps your heart beating and turns acorns into oak trees is the power that created you and is the power that can heal you. I just love that. Oh, thank you. It's just so beautiful, <laughs> you know, and um, we've had such a great conversation. We still have a couple more minutes. I really want to, um, you know, sick of being sick. The Woman's Holistic Guide to Conquering Chronic Illness is so much more. I mean, by anyone out there listening, I highly recommend that you go to Amazon.com and buy this book if you don't win one of them, because Dr. Brenda is going to offer a special uh, presentation. So go ahead, Brenda, and um, share with the audience. Yeah, so... Uh, for for those of you listening, and what Kelly mentioned is you can you can get um, pre order the book on Amazon. Oh, okay. Uh, it's it'll be out uh, December third, but I'm so excited because I actually have some of the hard copies in my hands. So they the first day the publisher sends it to to me, and so I have some of them. And, and in celebrating that, I am giving away thirteen. <laughs> uh, sign copies to um to the listeners here so if you you know especially you know if you are a woman dealing with chronic health issues or or even just any health challenges and want to live your best life so these nine essentials that i speak of these nine wholehearted wellness essentials are to prevent chronic illness to live your best most incredible life and to really invite deeper healing and so if you are a woman that really resonated with the conversation today uh, and would like a free signed copy of the book, please email me at rise2toradiance, R-A-D-I-A-N-C-E, at gmail.com. And the first 13 women that uh, email me and, and go ahead and, and put Conscious Speaks is where you, you heard about this. And tell me a little bit about yourself and why you're interested in the book. And then we'll correspond and I will get that book sent out to you. So that is my gift to thank, you all. Thank you so much, Dr. Brenda. It's such an amazing story. I, I swear it could be a movie. It's beautiful. Anybody out there, you will love this book. I want to tell you um, one more quote that I read in the book from Dr. Brenda, and it's from um, a, a chapter or a subchapter, um, The Power Within. And so I quote, it says, if one woman gets this, I mean, really gets this, this one thing from reading my book, then it will make all the time and energy and resources spent writing and publishing this book, this book worth it. She says, you, my love, have the power inside of you to heal. 
And that's just so beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today, Dr. Brenda. Oh, thank you, Kelly. It's super fun. <laughs> it is super fun. I am so blessed again to share time and space with everyone who tuned in and listened to the radio show today, podcast later. Thank you, Alternative Talk Radio 1150 KKNW. Thank you, Marilyn Milano, Eric Ryder, our producer and engineer, Don Avery and Larry Mitchell for permission to share Rapidly Approaching Ecstasy in our shows. And you can find that CD on Amazon or donavery.com. Love wins when we choose love, and that's a circle, everybody. Love and namaste. See you next week. What if disease is actually a divine opportunity to transform your life, to live better and love deeper than you ever thought possible? A sacred springboard launching you into an experience of greater joy, peace, connection, freedom, and fulfillment that your soul had always craved but you have yet to experience. In Dr. Brenda Walding's book, The Women's Holistic Guide to Conquering Chronic Illness, Sick of Being Sick, you will learn powerful tools, tips, and daily practices for radiant health, understand blind spots that may be massively sabotaging your healing efforts, and discover how chronic illness can be a stepping stone to a fulfilling life versus a stumbling block. For women who are ready to begin their journey to wellness, Sick of Being Sick is a portal of transformation and opportunity to bring them back to their heart, to love themselves again, and to experience wholeness. 